0: what's going on boys and girls it's tom and it's jamie welcome to the chronicles of
1: podcast the chronicles of 2003 2023 how are you feeling anyway how are you doing today yeah, excited. Really yeah. excited. Uh, we've just come off tour uh, with Monster Magnet in Europe. Like, oh, no uh, way. Yeah, <laughs> doing sort of thousand capacity places each night, which is, you know, it's great. It's a real privilege to play. And even though they're an older band, like they've got such an open-minded audience and we just seem to go, we couldn't, it felt like we couldn't do anything wrong, which is great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I don't know if we're coming in, I don't know if we're coming to this with a false sense of confidence, but it felt good. We're playing all new songs from our albums coming out. Um, we're going to be playing those tonight as well Um, we like to look forwards as a band rather than look backwards yeah yeah uh, yeah excited and um, at the moment not nervous which is a good sign yeah he says as his voice suddenly goes very nervous yeah yeah, I suddenly worry that I'm not nervous and therefore yeah I normally am a bit Um, I was saying it earlier to someone that um, an impending gig is always a little bit like Christmas Day's coming, but there's a dentist visit as well. <laughs> like it's a slight kind of mixed emotion, and you know it's on the horizon. So you yeah, yeah. Can't quite concentrate on anything you're doing. So when someone's like, you know, you you bump into an old friend backstage, you, you don't really fully get into the conversation because half your mind's on like, yeah, is my it's my guitar, where's my guitar? Like, is it over there. I think it's been moved. And You know, like, you're half... You've got half an hour on everything that's going on the whole time until the gig's over, and then you can just relax. And then it's just like, oh, there's my guitar. Yeah, I don't yeah, care exactly. anymore. Exactly. 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 <laughs> it's done. Job's done. It must be, you know, it's like, our oh, so-and-so has not
0: been very well. You're like, where's my guitar? They've not been very well. You know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. I'm sure we'll be
1: fine. I'm sure we'll be exactly, fine. Exactly, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's really difficult. It is difficult. And I feel like some people you know if you've got like a Dave Grohl like personality you can probably just go and like host someone's birthday party 15 minutes before going on stage (laughs) but we're a bit more like we need to stay quite focused and sort of be we stay together uh we don't go off and get food separately and things like that we just and we kind of stay in the mindset and we're always tinkering with the set so up until we go on stage we're still talking about what we might do different so they'll be like oh, on the end of that song let's all watch Andy he's gonna give us the indication we're gonna do this thing tonight and so you need to stay focused otherwise that state of flux you'll miss your cue um, so yeah we're always fiddling with stuff to make it the best way we can
0: that's great though because you go see so many bands like don't get me wrong i'm the biggest kiss fan in the world Mm -hmm. but kiss show tonight and the kiss show last week is exactly the bloody same yeah yeah. so you know no matter you go to any saint agnes concert you're not going to get
1: the same show twice, which is amazing it's it's not the same show twice obviously you know like there's like key key elements um that stay the same but we're always trying to look at how to improve it and and slightly tweak it for the event we're at you know if we're opening for a band in a town we've never played before we will play what we feel is going to be most representative of the band in that concert something like this which is more for like the hardcore 2000 trees audience on a wednesday night and you know a few people know us and we've got a new album coming out we don't feel the need to play like the greatest hits we'll just do new stuff and you know that we'll just live with it. If people are kind of like, oh, why didn't you play that when you play I don't think they will. I think it'd be like, cool, we get to hear the new album. So no, yeah. you just tink- you- you tinker with it and, and treat each show like-, like its own bespoke thing, you know? Yeah, do you not have like a certain, so like between a gig and a festival, so like obviously indoor and outdoor, do yeah. you bring the special shit to the outdoor fair or is it just the same no matter we, we right? try and bring the biggest possible thing we can to every situation which for a band like us is still really limited you know we yeah. are on a shoestring budget at all times everything is makeshift we're always trying to push ourselves and any piece of equipment is always just kind of hanging on you know all that stuff but um, if we're if as I said if, if we got we're doing a support slot for a band somewhere in Italy playing a tiny little dive bar we will do the best <laughs> possible show we can and bring whatever the situation allows to do it. And if we're at a festival and we've got our own sound engineer and our own lighting engineer and stuff, then we get the opportunity to step it up. We will, but it's, we're trying to do that all the time. You know, we always travel with our own lights, for example. Like, even if it's a very small setup, we will do something, even in the smallest yeah. venue, to make it feel a bit bigger. You know, we want to give people the excitement that we love when we go and watch our favorite bands I love that that's amazing so tonight you are playing 10 past 7 i believe it is i think so yeah. how are you feeling about the set are you, is it just another day in the office or is it... no not at all like having done the, Ma- the monster magnet tour whenever you're doing a tour there is an element of uh kind of repetition in terms of like the day is the same order each day like yeah. the time that you turn up and everything's the same um, as I said, we tried to kind of like tweak things night after night based on how it went last night But coming to this this is suddenly a change of pace, you know when you're doing a festival show I don't know how much your kind of like viewers understand this, but you don't get a sound check So you, you don't get to go and set your gear up check everything works get a good sound and then walk off stage have dinner And then go on and do it. You just our stuffs in the van right now and you load <laughs> it on and you go and you hope everything works, and you just have to kind of wing it. That's festivals. That's just it's just the way they are. Um, and so, yeah, my main trepidation with that is always gear, yeah. like, because you, I know how to play the songs. So, I mean, I, I I know how to do it. Like we all do. We're fine. We can we can wing our way through any problems that might come up. Other than if something doesn't work. I can't get a soldering iron out on stage (laughs) and fix it and there are certain things that are catastrophic there's certain things you can fix. a guitar string breaks get another guitar but at a certain point you reach a point where you're like that's it I'm done we haven't ever quite reached that but I'm I live in you know I'm a catastrophist I live in constant fear of that happening and I have weekly nightmares around those kind of things all the time, yeah. I can imagine just like singing them out at the end you've got no guitars it's like wow, wow, wow! Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Give me mic quick! Yeah. That's it, that's it. <sighs> so, um, are you hanging around for the week? Is there anybody you're going to be watching or are you shooting straight up after? So we are hanging around a bit and Kitty is singing with Pitch Shifter so, oh, wow. Which is going to be great. So, yeah, I really like Pitch Shifter. They're one of the bands I kind of grew up listening to uh, when I was a kid. And so when they invited kitty to sing a song, I was like, yeah, you got to do it. You've got to do it. Oh, she's, 100%. She's singing with them. So we'll, we'll hang around and, and, like, between now and then yeah. catch whatever we can. You know, one of the things I like about this kind of stuff is you sort of happen across stuff that you didn't know. Um, being in a band you don't actually get a great deal of time to go and watch other bands a lot of the time you know you're really busy when you're a music fan you that's that's your focus but when you're in a band you just don't have as much time and so when you're a festival it's on the few times where you're like right i can go and watch five bands in the next hour i like, can walk around and see something and as soon as something really catches your ear you're like cool that's it i'm staying here watch this one um, so yeah that's the plan just follow our ears Not really one thing we love a lot you're saying about our music festivals one thing we love about
0: festivals as well is the people it's like a family feel especially mm-hmm. especially like the alternative community mm-hmm. you know everyone just feels like they get along everyone knows each other mm-hmm. it's have you experienced that when you've been at festivals everyone just gets along
1: yeah i think i think our natural pessimism and our natural kind of way to gravitate to being kind of on the outside of the outside means that maybe we haven't got that feeling from things as much not because it's not there but because we haven't allowed ourselves to really believe that people are accepting us it feels so weird to be accepted that we kind of rebel against it um and uh yeah because you know what it's like normal life you know you only have to like have one thing slightly different about how you look and you people can think you're a fucking weirdo and treat you really badly and everything um it's only when you're in this kind of situation that you're kind of normal now. You know, yes. this is what everyone's like and it's fine and everyone understands the reference points you're talking about and, you know, you can you can strike up a random conversation and if you mention, like, Slipknot, they'll probably actually know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah, yeah. or something and that's really cool. But I'm so, I, I guess I've been so kind of, like, bruised in the past by it that I still view it as suspicion and we're just now starting to believe that people are welcoming to us and they're not just having us on. You know, (laughs) we're so paranoid. Like yeah, we're just we've always we're perennial kind of like outsiders as a band and it's not something we're doing on purpose. It's just taking us a while to kind of find our way of kind of accepting that okay people do actually like this stuff and do actually like us. Uh, We're so independent that it's just yeah, we've never really been part of anything else other than our own. It's just the four of us doing our thing
0: you like us as a show. We're ambassadors for the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. I don't know oh, if you're aware of I, Sophie and story. Yeah, I am. So, like I said, that family feeling and everyone just being free to be themselves and mm-hmm. just unwind and relax and mm-hmm. not worried about having things shouted at you in yeah. the streets and whatnot. Yeah. It's a
1: beautiful thing to see here. I agree. I think it's. I think it's really important that it's there. And I think, like you know, the reason why that we've kind of taken a while to kind of allow open ourselves up to it, that acceptance is because these kind of things aren't that common and the more you're able to have something that is common then there'll be kids growing up now who won't even know what it's like to not have that as an option which is great they won't feel like freaks and weirdos and you know we're living in a time where they're It's more acceptance for people who are living alternative lifestyles or people who are in minority groups than there's ever been. But as a result that, there's also a bigger kickback against those people. So it's more important to be an ally than ever before. Absolutely. Um, And I think that what feels for, you know, I'm I'm like a white male um, from like a relatively kind of well-adjusted background. I'm very fortunate in that way. And so for me to have the luxury of being like, oh, it's cool that we get to go and do this as a band. For some people, this kind of event is an absolute lifeline because it's the only place that they might come to and feel like that I get to see someone else that's like me on a stage or someone else like me in an audience that I talk to. And I think that's incredibly important. And the more that could be done for that, the absolutely the better, you know, all, all about accepting people for who they are. Absolutely, whatever that might be. Nice. Absolutely.
0: Beautifully, Beautiful beautifully be said. said. I, I, can't,
1: I can't elaborate on that anymore. Um, just quickly, you've mentioned your brand new album, Bloodsuckers, is out very, very soon. Are you excited yeah. for release? Oh, I can't wait. It's, uh, it's going to feel kind of like a, um, the victorious planting of a flag on the moon. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll feel like, I don't know, it, can, it will have that level of like victory to it because... It's been an incredibly hard process. Kitty lost her mum unexpectedly right at the start. Right at the start of the recording process. Literally the day we went on the tour just before her mum passed away unexpectedly, Kitty took the decision to do the tour. She's like, I'm better off being with my best friends in a place on stage and getting to express myself every night than being at home on my own feeling dreadful. We carried that momentum into the recording of the album, and the album deals with a lot of very heavy subjects, uh, obviously related to grief and the other things that that might bring up to do with childhood um, and things like that, and so it was a battle to get to the end of recording the album. We do everything ourselves, so it's like, you know, Kate was like not in a mental state at certain times to be able to do what was yeah. required of her, So, the, but when she was, she was like, right, I'm ready, to go, going, she would just fire at it. and. You know it's really impressive to see and a real privilege to be around someone who's an artist who's willing to engage that much with such a raw emotion um and so to regardless of the reviews and regardless of how many it sells i don't know what's going to happen with that that's in the lap of the gods who knows um it will feel like an enormous victory to see that released and go out of all of the darkness that we've had for the last 18 months that we made that and we've listened to it we listened to it a couple of days ago you know like, it's still really fucking good like <laughs> yeah. which is very rare for us to feel look back more than six months and be really happy with what we were doing we listen back and we're like this is fucking great we're really happy with it it says everything we want to do it sounds how we want it to sound we feel it's the band that we always wish existed that's always been our goal, create the band that doesn't exist, that we wish existed and is saying the things that we want to hear that's it, and we've done that and I'm incredibly proud of it, so yeah whatever happens, it's exciting and we'll feel like, there it is, flag in the moon (laughs) fuck you to everyone else like, we've done it, it's good Um, hopefully other people get something from it, that's our That exactly what you're saying about the Sophie Lancaster thing, you know, like the album is there as for people who are going through difficult times there's a song on there called outsider it's specifically kitty writing to her younger self for uh, someone who felt out of place you know we we really hope that the album finds an audience and people are able to identify with the things on there and get some strength from it and feel empowered by it in the way that we were by the records that shaped our our kind of foundation
0: beautiful absolutely beautiful before we let you go, my friend, it's been absolutely amazing. But if there's anyone watching this that are like, I like the cut of this guy's jib, I'm going to go check this. I'm going to go mm-hmm. check this Saint Agnes out. Yeah. I know it's like asking someone to pick a favourite yeah. child or something. But if there's one or two songs of yours you'd make from the back catalogue, you'd recommend
1: people checking out, what might they be? Uh, I think if they're, I think so. There's a couple of singles that have come out already from the album. Um, I think that Outsider is a really important song because I say Kitty's written it to her younger self. It's a uh, you know, she's looked herself like sat alone in a playground and put a friendly arm around the shoulders and sung a song to herself. I mean, that's like, yes, powerful. Um, I think there's something about that. That, The music of that is like very representative of what we do and the lyric of it, I think is very representative. I feel that's really powerful. Um, And then outside of that, I think that we did um, a song on the Family Strange EP, which was a couple ago, that was called The Meanest Little Kid in Town which is like the flip side to that, which it sounds like a ballad to the song, but it's actually about, again, Kitty. see, before she had developed this like maturity to talk to herself in this friendly way, but was almost about how she saw herself in this bad way as this like badass little nasty little kid. And it's this, I just love that song. Like I don't, anyone should check out. It was like one of the more unloved ones from our past. And I really feel like it's underappreciated and it's got the best video that we did I think out of all the ones we've done, we make our own videos. We did it in lockdown and we uh, went to suburbia and covered Kitty in blood for got to walk down the street with a hammer at six in the morning while all the joggers are going past it. Was <laughs> just, it was fucking... With no explanation of what was going on, it was fucking... just. It felt the closest thing that we could do to something punk during social distancing that you know like just what can we do that's provocative when there's nothing there's no buttons to push anywhere <laughs> yeah. and it felt provocative and fun to do and I thought yeah I think that's one of the proudest things are. and that song and the video really happened in that yeah, incredible John has been fantastic thank you so much well, for your time thanks so much re- Not you know, at all. we rely on people like you guys to like help get the word out so thank you so much and smash really it smash yeah. it later tonight but enjoy the show cheers we look forward to it thanks thank man. very much. So